Welcome to the Data Savvy Teacher Podcast. My name is Alicia Parker and I'll be your host. This podcast is for anyone who has a role in education and wants to learn how to improve their data using skills. As an educator, you're probably also a lifelong learner. So thanks for making this podcast part of your personal growth. And if you enjoy what you hear, please give it a rating on iTunes or share it with others. This helps more listeners like you find this resource as well. All right, let's get started with today's content. Hello, listeners. I've been on a bit of a hiatus for podcasting as I've had a few major projects in my work life as well as a major life change in my personal life. My work projects have come to a conclusion and our family of four that has expanded to a family of seven through the commitment to foster care has settled into a comfortable routine. So I'm back in the swing of making podcasts for the data savvy teacher. Today, we're gonna to talk about the idea of measuring student learning growth. I live and work in the state of Florida, and for over two decades, we've been calculating something we call learning gains from English language arts and math state assessment results. Students can earn points toward the school's overall accountability system if they make a learning gain as defined by our state. But until recently, We've only tested our students in grades three through 10 and learning gains required two consecutive years of state test scores. So when we measure student learning growth, we can only do it for two subjects and for students who have two years of test scores. We have no way to measure growth in science or history or music or art or any other subject. Well, we have no state calculation for these things, but I think we do have some options. Let's spend a few minutes on how we can do this. And then let's talk about why this is important. The standard way to measure learning growth is through a pre and post test. If you assess students prior to instruction and then again after instruction, you can measure their gain in learning. You can do this as an overall score, like student A scored a 30% on the pretest and a 77% on the post test and therefore had a gain of 47%. Or you can do this by standard. If you identify the standards associated with each item, you can determine which standards the students mastered and which they did not, and their change in the number of standards mastered from pre to post test. Now, while I think there's some merit in pre and post test design, it's not always practical for every subject. And honestly, it's not easy to continue to do a pre post test design throughout the school year for every unit of learning. Students can become weary of regular testing on content they haven't learned. Instead, I'd like to offer this concept as a starting point for measuring student learning growth. Increasing the number of verbs a student can successfully do independently is an increase in learning gains. In every subject matter we teach, there are verbs that describe what students need to be able to learn as a result of the instruction. So first, we need to identify the verbs associated with what we are teaching. The verbs come from the standards. If one standard reads, students will be able to identify characteristics of a protagonist in literature, and a second standard reads, students will be able to describe characteristics of a protagonist in literature, we have two similar standards with two very different verbs. In the first one, the verb is identify, and in the second one, the verb is describe. You have to be able to pick out these verbs and understand what it takes to instruct and assess students on each verb. Once you have a solid assessment aligned with your standards and their verbs, you can begin assessing students and tracking the standards or the verbs that they can demonstrate mastery of. 
And here's the learning gain definition I would like to propose. Students who increase the number of verbs they can demonstrate proficiently are making learning gains. This definition of learning gains can be applied to any grade level and any subject area. So think about a course you teach or a course you supervise through evaluation or coaching. To determine if the students are making learning gains, you need to be familiar with the standards. The standards are what the students are supposed to be learning. The standards all have verbs. Those verbs need to be instructed and assessed. Are students describing, creating, identifying, demonstrating, defending, or explaining? Are you or the teacher you're working with providing instruction that helps students learn how to describe, create, identify, demonstrate, defend, or explain? And do the assessments accurately capture these verbs? And if so, have students increased the number of verbs they can demonstrate proficiently? If you can answer yes to these questions, then this is how you go about measuring learning gains or learning growth. Now, perhaps this looks like a spreadsheet of student names and verbs with an indicator of which ones have been mastered. Or perhaps this is an output of data from an assessment system that captures standards attached to each individual assessment item. Or maybe this is a student checklist within a portfolio. Whatever the format, the idea of measuring learning gains should be rooted in the standards and the ability of standards to show mastery of these verbs. Now, why is this important? Showing learning growth is so much more informative than just reporting a percentage of items answered correctly on an assessment. It provides more context for the learning path of the student, and it can help guide instruction, or if needed, additional services. Student learning is not isolated to individual assessments or performance tasks. We know this. It's happening all the time. So capturing that longitudinal growth will better describe the actual learning taking place. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Data Savvy Teacher Podcast. Tune in next time for more data savvy tips. And remember, a rating on iTunes gets this podcast seen by more listeners like you. So if you like what you hear, feel free to leave a review or share this with a friend. May the data be ever in your favor.